0: Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training, a personal training company that helps people of all fitness levels build strength and confidence both in and out of the gym with focused workouts and expert coaching. I'm joined today by Coach John Taylor, and we're going to answer a question that we get a lot from people when they see how we eat and how we train, and that question is, how do you make yourself do it? How do you choose to do difficult things? John. What up, dog? How do you choose to do something that is uncomfortable?
1: I think there's like, I think there's three steps on that with what I do. Okay. It's, uh, you gotta first identify, identify the goal. Okay. And figure out how you can start small with it. With training at a high weight, training with a high intensity, eating a very disciplined diet. You can't do it. Every single time to start, you have to work your way into it. Okay. But at some point, once you're deep into it all, I end up doing it because it is hard, and I am reveling in the pain and the discomfort. I.
0: So and I think, but that's, and that's in our personalities that we, is that yeah. we enjoy doing.
1: But I think we, I hate starting. I honestly I hate starting. I okay. hate warming up. I hate thinking about meal prepping. I hate deciding to go to the grocery store when I know I need to got it I know that for myself okay I have clients who will say oh I'm you know it's so hard to go to the grocery store I'm like dude I know what you're talking about yeah or man it's warm ups are getting really rough like I know <laughs> but if you start if you just take those first couple of steps oh you got some momentum built up and I I
0: think of it I mean the way you're explaining it is almost like a lift it will be like if somebody said well how do you squat 400 pounds
1: you squat hundred pounds exactly, and then
0: you yeah, and you don't just get under four hundred pounds and be like, "Well, I'm going to do it because I have willpower." You won't. No, you can't. <laughs> like even so even
1: I know for myself, I know I'll do this a little bit more extreme than Johnny ever does,
0: because I get a little <laughs> bit too caught up in a
1: specifically lifting. But occasionally, I do dive into a very heavy lift after just a few minutes of prep. Yes, I have a high, I have a very higher rate of failure at that point, but. If I slowly work up to the heavy lift over the course of a couple of minutes, yeah, yeah, it's I'm, my body is getting used to it. I'm getting prepped for it. I'm mentally getting in. I'm getting into a spot where I can lift heavy, and the same thing at eating or stay training. Program.
0: But this is also, I mean, how many tra- years of training experience do you have?
1: Twelve and four of those that are very focused.
0: Okay, so. I remember you telling me once about a deadlift workout that you did where within in under 10 minutes, you got It was got five minutes. In under five minutes. Yeah,
1: it was like five and a few seconds. You, it went, was.
0: you went from empty bar to 500 pounds. Yeah. But you've been training for this long and you have deadlifted over 500 pounds plenty of times. A lot. So I think one of the things that is important about choosing to do hard things is you're not making the choice of of going 100%. It's a series of choices to overcome difficult things that you are making a small push for to accomplish it's the first time you deadlift 135 and then 185 and then 225 and 275 and 315 and you have to hit those benchmarks i know that you only put 45s on the side of the bar but some of us are smaller so but it's the same thing with your diet like you both of us didn't immediately probably switch to meal prepping you know all of our meals and eating the way that we do it was a series of Hey, this is I'm going to try this cuz I think it might work for me. It's difficult and then I learn how to do it better. To now where like you could probably figure out your diet, shop and meal prep and you have it down pretty much to a system now.
1: I have a consistent, yeah, just like my training, I have a consistent way that I will meal prep and it it's easy for me because I've been doing it so long. And just like training, I can make small changes to keep it interesting, but I didn't go straight into cooking seven pounds of chicken and like six cups of rice and a few pounds of random green vegetables, throwing it in there and like near 600 calorie shakes every single day. It was, Hey, I'm going to cook this big batch. Cause this recipe looks kind of nice and I'll you know, maybe eat out. Like when I was working at a different job, like at a corporate job, I was like, okay. Oh, maybe I'll eat out once for lunch at some healthy place and I'll have meal prepping for dinner. It was gradually stepping up the amount of planning and prep work that I was doing. So it's literally linear
0: progression. It is linear progression on food. Yes. Yeah. So so we talk about linear progression a lot with lifting. And that's where you're slowly adding a little bit of weight to a bar or you're adding repetitions or you're adding distance or time or something slowly for as long as you're able to linearly. It's just linear progression. So you can do that with any habit that you're trying to form too. And I'm, I think the big thing you were saying is everything you're talking about is you're consistent.
1: Consistent and small. It's small, consistent, sustainable changes. Like that's one thing I talk, I've like now that I've like clients that I've had for more than like three or four weeks, I started the conversation as they're training. Hey, let's talk about diet and no matter how enthusiastic they are with ideas, I only ever want them to do, let's make one change. Let's just make one small change of time. Like, Hey, cut out soda or cut down soda or Hey, like alcohol only on the weekends, but still don't do all of your, if you're drinking often, that's happened sometimes. It's like, (laughs) don't try and pack it all in in two days. It's like, Oh, I'd have a beer every day or two. I'd have like one or two beers a day. Okay, dude. So just one or two beers on Saturday and Sunday. You're good. Yeah.
0: So I, I still, though, think that people have the tr- the trouble with, well, how do you make yourself start those things? And we keep saying, well, no, you, you know, you start small, you make these small changes, you work up. But a lot of times, even starting that small thing is still a choice to do something difficult. And I think some of that is because people are hearing us say, you know, here's how we prep our meals, here's how we plan our lifting. And they're looking at the end goal too soon rather than looking at what's right ahead of them.
1: If... So, for in my mid 20s, I worked on building and renovating timber frame barns.
0: Oh, yeah, you told me about that. And
1: we would, a couple of jobs, we would build from an old foundation, like rip the whole thing down, recycle some of the wood, and start with a reconditioned foundation. Well, it's a year and a half to two year project to do a barn. Turning a barn into a hybrid house workshop, like, it's a lot of money being put into these projects. Yeah. Well, if you look at the entire thing, all of the blueprints, all of the plans, right in the beginning, you're no, even the foreman, even dudes who are extremely experienced, it's super overwhelming. It is impossible to comprehend it. So we just start from the from the back. Like, you review the entire plan, cool. Put everything away except for the ground-level timber work. And then we just start on that. And when okay. that's done, you go to the next layer in the process. We would have a large overview of what it's supposed to be, and that's a year to two years later, just like fitness, just like lifting, just like getting your diet super dialed in to support exactly your lifestyle and training goals. Okay. You just start with fixing the foundation, and maybe that is you meal prep for five meals a week, and you continue to eat whatever you're doing for the other two meals during the day, and then you add in some smart and sustainable changes to, hey, instead of having a really bad, you know, six donut snack in the evening. What up? Guilty here. A lot. <laughs> you have a protein shake with a lot of green vegetables thrown in and you just keep layering a sustainable change. You can't look at the end goal. Yeah. And then focus on it the whole time. It's overwhelming.
0: And, and I think after a while it does, it because to me, it's not I don't really feel like I'm choosing to do. Hard things. I'm not, I don't make myself meal prep. I don't make myself lift. It's literally just part of
1: what I do. Like at this point for me, meal prepping is just, it's lazy. It's, (laughs) I am a really lazy person (laughs) and lazy food, like lazy eating for me is I'm going to spend like three hours on a weekend cooking most of my food for a week. And then during the week when I'm hungry, oh, I just throw it in the microwave.
0: Huh. That's interesting because now it's you've taken it from like you're choosing to do something hard to actually you're choosing to do something easy because you're choosing to not have to figure out what you're gonna eat every day.
1: Yes, which like, is also the same thing with a using a, a training program once you have gotten comfortable and you've found something that you can that fits your goals, where instead of having going to the gym and trying to figure out what you're gonna be doing and making decisions on the fly, oh cool, here is my program and I'm just gonna keep adding some weight and it, it's this, I think it is. I see it as the same thing. Like yeah. make the hard decision and then start sustainably, but eventually it becomes, oh dude, it's uh. it's Friday. That means I'm going to be doing a heck of a lot of squats. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after
0: a while, it, it
1: doesn't feel, it does not feel hard, difficult.
0: Anymore. It feels very
1: easy. Yeah. Like you're cheating. It's so simple.
0: Same thing with, with going to bed at, you know, early enough and, and getting enough sleep, all, all of the things that comprise your fitness sound like really difficult things to do and they and they can be but once it becomes part of your your routine it does get easier and once you start seeing the results so when you meal prep and you're eating consistently you have you have good energy levels throughout the day you're sleeping well so you're not tired all the time sometimes you're sneaking in
1: naps Lots um, of naps because you get up before 5 a.m.
0: <laughs> and then you're training, and you feel amazing in your training because you can do so much more outside the gym. And when you're in the gym, you are you start to you find things that you enjoy and training styles that you enjoy, and you start doing, you know obviously you do the things you need to do, but also you do lots of things that you enjoy doing in the gym. And after a while, it's not really difficult things because you're enjoying the, the fruits of all of those labors straight up, dude. <laughs> and the, and another thing here, and this is I mean obviously this is what we what we do, but we are accountability coaches just as much as we are movement coaches. And for people who have trouble doing difficult things, having something outside of yourself, if you can't motivate yourself and you can't make yourself do those hard things, that's why you have
1: coaches. Just you get somebody who's just going to push you to whatever level you respond best. Yep. It could be the level that I would do with an occasional training partner where it is a very aggressive bullying to somebody who is coming into the gym for the first time in their entire life. And it's just that little nudge of, Hey dude, you did that one really well. Let's go a next step higher. Cause I think you can do it. I got confidence in you.
0: Yes. And it's the exact, exact same thing. The way we approach training is the same way we approach our coaching to where, you know, we, we hold people, obviously, accountable to, to coming in and doing their best. But the way that I'm going to hold somebody accountable who's been training with me for five years and the questions I'm going to have about their diet and their recovery and the, the terms I'm going to use to them is going to look very different than the person who's just walking in the door.
1: The, the workload, the weight, the skills that I'm expecting of a, somebody that I'm coaching and training – is based on exactly who they are and how far along they are in training just like the and it's all customized and it's to suit them just like the attitude that i will bring to the training session If somebody responds to very aggressive like i've had some people tell me that they loved how they were hammered by a drill instructor (laughs) when they were in the service i'm like Okay, that's a really high intensity. I will do it, and I need you to tell me if this is too much. Or somebody who is easily intimidated and likes to be very quietly pushed, I'm like that's if that's what they need, that's exactly what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I th- I, th- I think you know this coming back to what we're, we're our topic with, yeah. with choosing to do difficult things is having somebody there to help you, but also somebody who knows how much you need to be pushed is is very important because you know you can definitely go out and and get some external motivation through you know a program or a coach but it's still going to be too much for you and I totally get why people have a hard time you know choosing to do difficult things because a lot of times the things you're choosing are too difficult so you need to find a diet that works for you you need to find a program that works for you you need to find your ba- your own balance between training and recovery and a lot of times a, a coach can help you with that but it all comes down to a series of small progressive choices to do minorly difficult things that eventually down the road you can look back and, and see, wow, you know, I'm, I'm doing something that I never thought I could do, but you have to take one step at a time with it.
1: That's all I got. Do we want to talk about, do we also <laughs> want to mention, and I'm waiting so this can be edited out, do we also want to mention stubborn defiance can carry you through Ooh. when you don't feel like it?
0: No, I'll I'll leave this in here because yeah, we'll we'll finish up with this one, and that is a, a, just a personality trait. And I know that a lot of people listening don't necessarily possess that trait. And I know some people listening that do possess that trait. And that's literally, I'm going to I'm going to do this, and I don't I don't care.
1: And be, I have a I have a friend who <laughs> she is somewhere in, and I'm not gonna say her name. I don't know if she wants to be mentioned, but she is near somewhere around 700 days of running a mile. Wow! Every single day. That's
0: Impressive. There you go. In the
1: beginning before I met her, she did that on a sprained ankle. She took a two week vacation. Oh gosh. She also had COVID. Jeez.
0: <laughs> she's not advocating this. <laughs> I am not advocating any of this.
1: I didn't know this was going on, and I would never I would counter recommend that. But it's a just friend. just
0: because she's she is stubborn, very stubborn defiance. Stubborn defiance. Okay. And we'll just
1: do it. Like that's how I have gotten in like I know that's how I have had for myself very intense and rewarding training sessions where and it's it's rarely ever with a barbell it's usually some ridiculous like straw man thing or um like something that is a more mindset challenge where i've started this process the thing that i am going to lift is in front of me and it, i will not permit it to defy my will No, but that is not something i am ever going to have somebody come in here in the, like, the first yes, six months yeah, you're yeah. not going to do that
0: no no and, th- and this is but but i think that the important thing i think that that because not everybody is going to possess this. And, and a lot of us, I mean, we are people think we're crazy. We're yes, outliers. We are outliers. Yes. And we can make ourselves, I have no problem. I was just talking about the, the way I'm eating right now. I'm going to eat the same meals every day for the next 18 weeks because I just, I figured out the macros. I'm going to eat that. I don't care what it tastes like. God, and I love, that. Right? I love <laughs> right? that. I love that. I love that. But um, when it comes to what you were just talking about with, with a strongman implement moving it, like I'm going to accomplish this. Is that a product of our personalities Or is that personality trait a product of our training?
1: I think it's a product of the training.
0: Right? I I, I think so too. I mean, I've always had kind of a more of a (laughs) routine-driven personality, but making myself do these things in lifting has totally changed me as as a business person. I used to hate the business side of personal training. I hated it when I first started out because I didn't understand it. A lot of times people don't understand diet and exercise and they hate it because they don't understand it. And once I got into it and I started making myself learn this skill, take this course, learn this, learn this, learn this, and over the years I loved the the business side of of personal training. But I think it's a product. I think a big portion of my personality of choosing to do hard things comes from training.
1: Because we get acclimated to it where – It's a brand new thing. It's hard. All right, cool. I'm going to figure out all the steps to get to the hard part. Yeah. And just start working on it. Yeah. And just like training, you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. Cool. That's part of it. Yeah. Just throw yourself right back into it.
0: And I'll I'll finish with this anecdote. I'm not going to say any names because I haven't, same thing, I haven't had permission. But I, I do know somebody who works with us, who started training with us, ended up, switching jobs, getting a new job, and they said it was the confidence that they built in the gym that allowed them to make that move. And this has nothing to do with how much weight they're lifting, I mean some of it does, how much weight they're lifting, that's not, not, not a weight loss thing, it's, it's literally the confidence of overcoming things inside of the gym that goes so far beyond that to where it can build confidence to help you you know, get that job, ask that person out, Try something different. I mean, all these things that that can be in your that can be beneficial in your life because you built more confidence and mental you're used, strength. You're used to doing hard things. Because you're used to doing hard things, you just get used to doing hard things on a regular basis. Awesome. Thank you, John.